What's up, the Enlightened Church? Welcome to our online library. We hope this message blesses you and causes a shift inside of you. Be blessed and stay tuned. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, I'm happy you're here. I always say this, and I'm forever going to say it. I am very much delighted that you have ensured you you made the must right you ensured you made you made it must to um listen to god's voice every week right it, it takes more than just being friendly to listen to god right it takes real dedication right and i don't know where your life is at right now or you know the junctions your your life right now but so long as you've tuned in it means you actually do care about god right like the fact that you've tuned and you listen it means you really you really do care and uh I'm really happy that everybody here can be here and everybody listening is listening, right? Because it's not about how perfect I am, because I am not. It's not about about how professional I am, because I'm not. It's just about how good God is. Amen. Amen. Right? And uh, does not take away from the fact that we go through, <coughs> excuse me, we go through normal stuff, you know, hard stuff and things like that. Of course, it doesn't take away from the fact. But what what's even most amazing is in all of this positions and places of our lives god is still there with us amen remember the theme of the year emmanuel that's god with us amen, amen. amen. <clears throat> okay so um i want us to to read from a passage of the scripture real quick and uh, we've been we've been on the, um, the story of the popular man we all know him gideon uh gideon and i went to high school together so yeah we know his history very well <laughs> Amen. Amen. Just kidding. Just for for the religious folks. Yeah. All right. So um, I want us to um start with Judges. That's Judges chapter seven and verse two to three. Right. Let's start from there. And I read. God said to Gideon, "You have too large an army with you. I can't turn Midian over to them like this. They will take all the credit, saying, 'I did I did all myself.'" And forget about me. Make a public announcement. Anyone afraid, anyone who has qualms at all, believe Mount Gilead now and go home. 22 companies headed for home. That's 22,000. 10 companies were left. 10,000 people. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless his word. Let's bow our heads and pray. And there, Father, we thank you, God, for you are very special and indeed, God, you have positioned and, and prepared this moment for lives, God, to be blessed. In that for you to meet people at the point of their individual needs, God. We thank you, Father God, for uh we we, we, we trust you, God. And we know that God, you are at you are at work inside of us, God, giving us the power and the will to do what pleases you, God. God, I pray the Lord it's I want to be I want you to be less of me, Father God. I know it's my voice and it's my vocal cords, but God, you're really the power in the power in the powerhouse, God. It's really your word I want people to hear. It's really your word that wants that should come out of my mouth. Not my thoughts and what not what I think or dim correct. God, I want you to be what you want to communicate to your people, God. Mm-hmm. And God, I ask and pray to God for the people. The Lord, you that your words find good establishments in their hearts. It transforms them and it makes them at the point of their needs. Amen. Thank you to the Holy Spirit. Thank you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. amen. Glory to God. Uh, so today, the question... Oh, sorry. 
the topic of my message today we'll don't forget on the series called god in say god in yeah god in devil <laughs> amen so amen. today the topic of my message is the minority see the minority see the, the minority god in the minority um okay I, this is um this is the world right where i believe we live in a society globally actually where the people who create create um sporadic change right sporadic changes or revolutions are, not, are usually either one a one man group or a very few crew amen what am i saying um look at just yesterday was Martin Luther Day, Martin Luther King Day amen, amen. and uh he look at what Martin Luther, Martin Luther Luther sorry did in the United States of America right you know I have a dream and everybody now has a dream and everybody's dreaming every dream they want to have a dream about that was rubbish I just said but look at someone like Martin Luther King uh we have we had great people like them right uh who again who again has made great changes in the world i'm sorry i don't remember everybody but i think we remember mary Celestor, right and uh I, i'm trying to remember exactly what she did again I, I mix her up with someone else but i think if i'm not mistaken she was the woman who came to nigeria right and saw the killing of twins in uh she was the one who god used i believe uh yes actually it's god to abolish the killing of twins in a in a city called Calabar here in Nigeria. And um, we've had many great people like that in, in the world who have made great changes. Amen. Amen. And if I, I, I cannot say all of mention all of these people without mentioning the one who brought about the real change. The one who saw how messed up and how jacked up the entire world is and decided, hey, I'm gonna go there as a baby, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave every which is in heaven, everything I have, every of my name, every of my power, I will leave everything in heaven. And go down as a little boy, little little boy, little child in, my, in a woman's womb, a woman I created. I'll become a creation also. I'll go in a woman's womb, and what will I do? I'll become flesh. I'll dwell amongst men, right? I will live with them, and then I will die for them. They will chastise me. They will spit on me. They will insult me. All of that for the praise and glory of my name, and that all of them return back to the father amen and you know who that man is of course that's jesus amen amen so the, uh, like i was trying to say the, the greatest changes in life like we said last week happens with just few people okay. right uh, uh a little a little jar of oil from this book of um first kings before a little jar of oil the the widow that's the widow five loaves of bread five loaves and, f and two fishes fed five thousand people right and just uh bible says seven loaves and just a few fishes like he's reading bible fed four thousand people right so the greatest miracles do not have to have any quit uh uh what's the word um uh, uh, uh should i say a, a numerically balanced nature in the sense that it's not going to be 50 people against 50 people or maybe 70 against like it's usually the the, the the less is usually considered even greater before God. Amen. Amen. Now I've I've, ju I've just jumped, so uh, let me just cut the crap and just go right into the word. Amen. Amen. So I want to I want to read read this same chapter. And and by the way, this chapter is the chapter from where I believe uh, the the popular movie Three Hundred Spartans was taken from. In case y'all don't know, where uh, Jerry Butler was like, oh. Uh, Sparta and just kicked the guy in the 
in a pizza. If you don't, if you don't know the movie, go watch it. Amen. Shout out to you, Gerald. Really great movie. Three hundred Spartans. Now, this is I believe. This I believe is where the story was gotten from. Why is I'll tell you. All right. Now let's go back to verse one. It says Jerubbaal. This is Gideon. That's verse one of Joshua seven. Jerubbaal, Gideon. That's the name it was given. Amen. Because he brought down the the what's it called the altar of of Baal. Now it's really so amazing that people would actually call you based on your achievement also. Mm-hmm. But usually, I believe strongly that as much as people called him this name, they didn't call him this name because he had he had won any battles yet. No. I believe this name was actually given him somehow out of mockery, right? It's like a pointer that okay, he, he okay like take for example, you gave your life to Christ, and everybody in your family did not believe in Christ, and then they say they name you something Christ, right? So if anything bad happens to you, people say, oh, it's because she, he believes in Christ. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's because he she left her job and then she followed God's God's word for her life. Oh, it's because. You know, the, the, the name probably, the name was not exactly trying to exalt God, you know. The name was, I'm, I'm pretty much, I'm pretty sure it was actually to mock Gideon, mm. right? To make him feel like whatever thing happens to you, know it was because you brought out the, you brought down the altar of Baal. Mm. Amen. Amen. So, we shouldn't, it's, I, I, I love the fact that the Bible kept it intact, right? The name, that, the name he was called. So, listen, no matter the name you are called by people, Right, you lose or you feel you, whatever thing people call you, right? Uh-huh. What matters most is what God calls you. Uh-huh. And it's so amazing that even the name that the world calls you, God will still use that name. Through that name, God's going to do mighty wonders. Uh-huh. Amen. That's right, amen. Uh, 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 let's look at Elizabeth. Elizabeth was called barren, and still the barren gave birth to the foreigner of Jesus Christ. Uh-huh. Amen. amen. Look at honor was called a baron she was mocked by her husband's second wife and guess what came out of her a son called samuel the one who anointed the king david amen and this goes on and on and on and on right people who are called barren who are called foolish and stuff like that like david was was called mad at some point because he acted mad and thought he was mad right and this same person this same person became king over israel Amen. Amen. So I don't care what they call you, no matter what they call you right now, I want you to know that even from that thing that people call you or have li- whatever people have labeled you with, with that same label, God is going to bless you so greatly Amen. that you will turn the story of your life around Amen. and that this, piece, this same people would say, no, the Lord is with you. Amen. 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 Glory to God. So now Jerubbaal Gideon got up early the next morning, all his troops right there with him. They set up camp at Erod's Spring. The camp of Midian was in the plain, north of them, near the hill of Moray. Now, verse 2. God said to Gideon, you have too large an army with you. I can't turn Midian over to them like this. They would take all the credit, saying, I did it all myself, and forget about me. Oh, wow. God is a deep thinker. Amen. Now, make a public announcement. Anyone afraid? Anyone who has any qualms at all? Funny enough, I never knew the word qualms was in the Bible. This is the very first. I thought it was in a black man's language. This school is, this school is in the Bible. Amen. Amen. Anyone who has any qualms at all may leave Mount Gilead now and go home. 22 companies added for home. 10 companies were left. So, I'm, I'm trying to picture this. All right. Now, it says very early in the morning. So, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure... 
Gideon want to pray. Amen. Which is a very good uh, uh, um, note to whoever you are. Um, as much as God has given you a vision, God will always leave room for you to come back to him so he can give you updates on the vision. Mm -hmm. Amen. Don't just run away. I, I got a word in the year 2000, in the year 1999, and I'm running with it. And you've not gone back to the one who gave you the vision to give you a revision of what his, the vision is initially giving you. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. God wants you to keep on coming back. If, as, a matter of, as a matter of fact, if you go back uh, uh, a chapter, that's chapter 6 you read yesterday. Let me, let me, let me show you all something. Let me show you all something. This wasn't planned. Let me show you something. Um, okay, where is it? Now. Okay, um, I'm sorry. Now, good. Verse 32 of chapter 6. It says, that's Jeremy chapter 6. It says, the nickname Gideon that day, Jeru Baal, because he had torn down the Baal altar. He had said, let Baal fight his own battles. Amen. Now, all the, verse 33 to 35, all the Midianites and Amalekites and Easterners got together, crossed the river. Now, this is a confederation of the Midianites and the Amalekites. Amen. Amen. They got together, they crossed the river, and they camped in the valley of Jezreel. Now listen to this, listen to this. God's spirit came over Gideon. He blew his ram's horn. God's spirit meaning this is God, this is a God ordained action. Amen. God instructed action to for Gideon to blow his horn. He blew his ram's horn trumpet, and the Abbey's right came out. Listen to this. Ready to follow him. It dispatched messengers all through Manasseh, calling them to the battle, also to Asher, Zebulun, and Naphtali. And they all came. Whose spiritual insight was it to call all the all of those people? Whose was it? Gideon's? No, God's, right? Yes. Now this same God is now telling this same Gideon that these people that are gathered here are too many. This is a very important notice to everybody. Listen, do not think you know everything. Do not think you know too much of God. Do not think, ah, I know too much of God. No need to go into his presence every day. I went there on Sunday. You know that thing we all do? We only read our Bibles on Sunday. We don't read during the week. You know, we only go Monday, Sunday to Sunday. Just imagine how, if you only eat on Sundays. Just imagine how you'll be, how you feel all through the week. You feel so great on Sunday, and Monday you feel the, the most horrible. No, talk less of Saturday. You'll die before Saturday. Amen. The same way where we do not, we only go to God's word on Sunday because we only check the, the, the big screens in church to see the scripture. We don't even open our phones Bible, by the way. We just, we just read through that and sometimes we're even playing Candy Crush in church. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So don't be, there. don't be like that. Always go to God. Always go back to God. Right? It says in, in the first, look at the very first verse of the seventh chapter of, of the book of Judges. It says, Jerubbaal got up early the next morning. After the same person who received an insight from God to gather all of these people, this same guy, the very next morning, after gathering these people, went to God's presence. It's not written here, but he says the very, very early the next morning. I'm very sure. And the, there was a conversation between God and Gideon. Meaning that same morning, Gideon went into God's presence. Amen. Amen. So this is essential for everybody, right? I'm not saying you must, you must, you must be very early in the morning, but at least it must be very early in your week, right? And regularly. Amen. Amen. Regularly, that's what I'm trying to say. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Alright. Now, Gideon goes to God. God, okay, um, so yeah, uh, yeah, 
Mm, glad you're really beautiful, you know that, right? Look at the people you just gave me last year, yes, night. Man, I was amazed the way they all came through for me, man. They all came through. I was, I was like, I don't even know you people before, and you all still came through for me. Guys, really great, you know. God, you're really beautiful, man. I really appreciate you, God. So, God, um, we're about to add up now, you know. And do some new, some uh uh use some chopsticks on on, on the on, on, on sorry on the malachites and um, the midnight. So uh, God, any last words? <laughs> and God's like, uh hey dog, um these people uh in your camp right now they're too many for me. And Gideon was probably like, what? And God's like, there are too many, man. Um, tell anybody who's afraid to go and anybody who has qualms to go. And Gideon was like, uh, oh dang. That actually does that's, that actually does make sense. We don't want no fearful people on the field. Alright, let me go. Um, alright guys, um if you're very scared or you got any qualms at all, please go home. God bless you. And how many people left? Twenty two thousand people left. He was like, oh shoot. Y'all were scared before. But you know, I always pause here in this particular verse because something just doesn't something just does not quite see well with me. And you know what it is? It says now, tw now, 22,000 people added for home and 10,000 people were left. Now, going back to the same Judges of the Six, it says, and in that same verse, um, where is it? Sorry, Judges of the Six. Yeah, verse 35 there. It said, he blew his, arms, his ram's own trumpet and the Abizrites came out worth, ready to follow him. That word ready to follow him means it was almost like they were so sure of themselves. Like they were coming with so much confidence in their wings and they were just like, yo, in the way black, you know the way OGs work. Yeah. Dun 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 go shot it's your butt. Amen. And you're like, go shot, it's your birthday. Uh, not the way they do, like they literally just bounced out, walking that way. But how come they were scared and they had qualms? Amen. 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 I don't know. I don't know. I, I would not like you. I really do not know. I still haven't gotten an answer. But I'm guessing it's because you might be ready and still not be fully prepared. They came out ready to follow him. Probably they were not ready to fight the battles. Example, prophet, thank you, for, thank you, Father God. I love this. Prophet example, I, this, I believe this answer God just gave me now. <laughs> thank you, God. Luke chapter 5, if I'm not mistaken, where Jesus and Peter first met. And after Jesus and Peter met, uh, and Jesus performed a miracle that's by telling Peter to cast his net into the sea, and they caught a, a, a great harvest of fishes. And the Bible says that uh, the net started to break, right? Good. Now, after that, there were four people also on the, on that, on the, sh on the dock that day. That's Peter, John, James, and Andrew. Amen. Amen. All four of them were there. And guess what happened the very next day? The, the disciples, man, but, but it says here that Jesus told Peter, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. And the Bible says they left all their nets and they followed him. These same people who left all their nets to follow him ran away when they saw the army, that's, that's the soldiers, come to take Jesus away. Mm. These same people fled. Is this making any sense? Yes. It means you can actually be ready and not actually be ready. Yeah. Like, like, it's just, sometimes the first action of being ready is actually a step of faith. It takes greater faith, permit me to use that word, to step out and start certain things. Right? 
So it's really amazing when I think of this. This is something holy spiritual to my heart right now. Glory to you, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father God. You are so good. You are so good. Right? The same people who were ready to follow Gideon. Bible said 22,000 people left. Right? Now let me not stay on that one for so long. Let me move forward. I'm I'm very sure that God's going to pour out his understanding on these words. Amen. God is the minority. Don't forget. Now, the same um, Judges 7. We have a lot of verses to read. So I'm trying to rush it through. Right now. Then Gideon went back to God. Verse 4. And I'm sure Gideon was like, Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, God. Man, those people were really scared, man. But, but thank God not everybody is, right? Not everybody was. So um, at this point... I think we we're ready to go out, go out and fight and do and do all the battle stuff. And God was like, "Okay, um, uh, Gideon." And Gideon was like, "Yes, dog. Yes, dog." And God was like, "There's still too many." Gideon was probably like, "What?" And God says, "You know what? I know what to do. Take them all down to the stream, and I'll make a final cut." And I'm very sure Gideon just went out. Dragging his feet, he couldn't, he couldn't come as excited as excited as it was the first time. He just was dragging his feet, dragging his feet out. I was like, "Who wants to swim?" God said, "We should go to the stream." <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and they were probably like, "Yeah, oh dog, I think I've been stinking for like three days now." <laughs> Let's go. Amen. Amen. Then God said, "I'll make you find a car." Now this is the God said, "When I say this one goes with you, he will go. When I say this one doesn't go, he won't go." So Gideon took the troops down to the stream. Now, God said to Gideon when they got to the strip, everyone who laps, that's who drinks with his tongue the way a dog laps, said on one side. And everyone who kneels to drink water, that's drinking with his face to the water, right? Said to the other side. And guess what happened? The Bible says, 300 lapped with their tongues from their cupped ends, the rest knelt to drink water. Now, Listen to what God now said in the very next verse. God said to Gideon, verse 7, I will use the 300 men who lapse at the stream to save you and give me then into your hands. All the rest may go home. God, what? Mm-hmm. What did you just say? Wait, wait, God, wait, what? Wait, all those my friends I thought were supposed to go be there for me, they're not actually part of the vision? Mm. Wait, what? I, I, I thought these people were supposed to come through for me, but wait, wait, what? Hmm, okay. Only, only these few people, only three hundred. No, wait, 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 God, wait. Did my mom put some grape in my tea last night? I don't know. I think I'm drunk already. Or oh, is it God that's drunk? I don't, I, I don't even know what's going on. God, I, I hope you're not taking too much wine in heaven, God. Cause this is really crazy. You know that, right, God? Like we got, um, like, uh locust number of uh, of armies to fight and you want us to go with 300 men god the gods must be crazy <laughs> wait what are you serious right now so all these people i thought were supposed to come through and supposed to be there for me were actually not part of the plan and they were not part of the purpose and they're not supposed to be with me and they're not supposed to fight with me mm-hmm. like oh shoot dang it I'm sure Gideon came out. I was like, "Ah, uh, guys, we're toast. We're gonna die. We're pretty sure we're gonna die. You know what? 
for those of you that um, put your face to the water, please go home. For those of you that drank water with in, in cupped ends, please just go go back to the camp and let's get ready. Nkidia was now was probably even sagging his trousers because it's almost like what's the point let him see my nakedness i'm already naked <laughs> dragging his feet back to his tent now i'm, I'm pretty sure gideon did not understand why god did cause that separation that day listen god doesn't have any problem with numbers don't don't get god wrong right god doesn't have any problem with numbers but there was something about there's something about victory that requires an uh uh yeah more like an is it unequal or unequal? I think unequal, unequal proportion. Yeah. I'll explain. When I was thinking, my, praying in my spirit, and I'm really asking God, why God actually caused this separation, and why God would go as far as taking, uh, that's about. Let's, let's see. Only God. I think there were first were thirty-three thousand men, right? Now they were left with. Uh, thirty-two thousand seven hundred. Sorry, the, 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 sorry, thirty-two thousand seven hundred left. And now Gideon is only left with three hundred men. Amen. Amen. So I was here, right? I was really like, why? Why would God? Why would God really? You know, why? Why would God really ask that Gideon separates these people? Why would God do that? And this is what came to me. I don't know if this makes any sense to you, but it does to me, right? And it's this, I believe this is God telling us that, right? Where he's taking us to, he wants us to be careful of one more thing. Aside from putting our private altars down and the things that, that we worship instead of God, I think this is another thing God wants us to pull down. Actually take it away. And those are friends who forget purpose at the sight of benefits. That's what came to me. Friends who forget purpose at the sight of benefits. Now, what am I saying in essence? Now, you're a soldier, right? And soldiers normally are supposed to always be at a lap, right? Anything can come from any place and stuff like that. But these same soldiers are there with their heads buried in water. I don't know, like maybe they don't have water in their village or wherever place they came from. But they had their faces, I'm guessing the distance where they traveled was very far or very long. But the purpose for which they came was to fight a battle. But what they were doing when they had their faces to the water was actually, when your face is down, come on, you don't see what's coming, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. And I believe this is making sense now. You don't see what's coming. Your face is buried in the water. But that's the purpose of which you are there. Or, you were, or God brought you there, or God brought those people to you, was not for them to be, to be tangled up in the benefits. Uh -huh, uh -huh. It's for them to have purpose in sight. And that's why those people who had water in their cupped ends and were drinking, when you're drinking water in your ends, right, you can see forward. I don't know if this makes any sense. I'm just trying to be really, really true with this. When you have water in your ends, when, back then in school, when we finished, when in high school, whenever we finished school and we're going back home, we're really thirsty, we didn't have any money to buy water, we'll just go, does this... There was this, there was this, uh, was this generous family somewhere around the block. They had this tap thing outside. Do you remember that? You don't remember? Oh, wow. We'll just go there. My friends and I would just go open up the tap and we have our hands cupped in man like that and start drinking the water. Now, whenever that is done, you can actually see ahead. That's the position where you do, you do not allow what you have right now to block where God is taking you to. 
So God wants you to do a word with, your, with friends who are the site of benefits. Lost side of purpose. Or lose side of, uh, side of purpose. Amen. Amen. So that's what God wants. I believe that is essentially unusually. Here's how crazy this thing is. Most people, right? We, all, we take benefits above purpose. True. People will take a hundred million Instagram followers, right? They'll take the peak influence over greatness. Mm -hmm. And once I have to first say this: greatness and influence are not the same thing. True. Being popular, right, and being great are two different things entirely. But there's people who would choose a hundred million followers with a verified mark or a verification sign on their Instagram and Twitter accounts, then greatness in the house and kingdom of heaven amen. amen friends like that god wants you to do away with they're not they're not cut out for this battle no they're not they're not because, listen to this the very first time god told Gideon to send the people away people who are scared god said this if these people fight this battle and win it they'll take the glory to themselves right they'll be like oh man those people were really strong, but you know, thank God for they say thank God, but not like I'm giving praise to God. But they say something like, Ah, thank God for my sword, man. My sword was so sharp. My grandfather gave me this. Just when I just wielded my sword, 300 men fell. And God, God saw that they wouldn't be able to give glory to me. So, here's what's going to happen every impurities right now in the camp, I'll take them away, right. I'll take every impurity away. And do you know what will be left? This is what I will leave people who may be few, may be scared, right? But are ready and chosen. Mm -hmm. Amen. This might not make any sense to you now, but it definitely will later. Amen. Amen. So it's essential you listen to this message again. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God is so good, you know. Mm -hmm. And I'm very sure Gideon didn't know this. But not that he does. Pretty sure he, he won't doubt anymore. Mm. Amen. Amen. Now, so let's jump right into verse 9. Let's see in Joshua 7. That night, God told Gideon, Get up and go to the camp. I've given it to you. Whoa. Whoa. God said, I have given it to you. Now, this is so, so mind-blowing, God. I'm pretty sure Gideon was even trying to just emotion, find emotional balance right now. He, has just, he just lost 32,700 men. When I say lose, not like they died, but they just left him. He's left with 300 men. And God's saying, get up and go to the camp. I've given it to you. What, God? God, can't you see what I'm going through right now? God, can't you see I just left this abusive relationship? And now you're God, you're telling me you want to use me. God, what are you what are you talking about? God, I just left this job right where 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 I felt most undervalued and underappreciated. And now God, you're asking me to get another job. God, God, I'm currently feeling, feeling like an idiot right now, God. You're saying you want to use me, God. 
I haven't even healed for my pains yet, God. I still have this weakness. I still have this thing in my flesh and it's eating me up from the inside, God. And yet you're saying you want me to come up here and preach every time. I'm pretty sure Gideon hadn't find, found um, an emotional balance when God came back to, come, to tell him to go into the camp that he has given him to him. And probably you're in that same position. Right? Where you feel right now that what you're going through is even too much for you to take any step. And God is telling you that, hey, what you're going through, I have put it in the books. It was part of the process. I have factored it in your purpose. It factored it into your purpose also. So what you think is a loss right now is actually a step up into a better place. Mm. Come on, I don't even talk to anybody here. Mm. What you think is a loss and a setback right now is actually a setup for a greater comeback. Amen. 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 I love this. I love this. Amen. And I listen to God talking. God is so confident. I, you know, I love it when God brags. Right? Because... I, when God brags, it's kind of a holy kind of brag, you know what I'm saying? He just brags and cause nobody's like me, you know. Nobody, nobody's better than it. Uh, whose song was it? I think it was um, Two Face. Nobody. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, I think it was Two Face, I'm sorry. It was like, nobody better. Like, something like that. Amen. Amen. And so I just switched into R&B right now. <laughs> now, this is God now talking. If you have any doubts about going down, <laughs> I love this. If you have any doubts at all about going there, if you have any doubts about, at all about taking that job, if you have any doubts about right now about going back to your family, even though you hate them and you think there's a great contention right now, and still you feel God is sending you to your family, if you have any doubts, here's what God is saying. Go down with poorer your ammo bear. When you hear what you're saying, you'll be bold and confident. I love this. God said, I, I see God is like, I see you, you're... You're, you've asked too many signs for me. By the way, remember Gideon was the same guy who was asking signs. Mm. Asking for signs. In, in fact, as a matter of fact, in the book of Judges chapter 6 alone, he asked for signs twice. No, sorry, once twice. He asked for signs um, about three times, actually. The first was when he brought bread, and that was his first sign. Second sign, yeah, uh, uh, he put uh, a, a piece of wool outside. Told God to make sure that the the wool was very wet and the ground was very dry. God did it. He still didn't believe. He was like, ah, oh, oh snap, man. Probably it's just the weather. Maybe it's just the weather, God. I don't know, man. But I'll give you another chance, God. I'll give you another chance. Don't, don't be angry with me, God. <laughs> Tomorrow, I leave the, this night. I leave this same piece of wool here. Fleece actually has the MSG version has it. Um, I want the old ground to be wet, but I want this wool to be very dry. Fleece. Woke up the next morning. This was very. The, the wool was very dry and the ground was pretty much wet. And so you knew, oh, okay, yeah, God has actually sent me. And this same person is still doubt, having doubts in his heart right now. But God said, I see, I see you're, you don't want, you're not feeling comfortable about my own words. How about you go, go listen to the words of the enemies himself? Now listen to this. Now, it says, go now with Pura, your ammo bearer. When you hear what they are saying, you'll be bold in confidence. You know, you know, it's so amazing. God is saying, go with a witness. Mm -hmm. Go with someone who, even if you forget, the person will constantly remind you of the promise God has made. Mm -hmm. Amen. This is, the, this is called the power of right association. See, the power of right association. The power of right association. God wants us to build the right clique around us. Right? If you are, I don't imagine you walking with people who, who hardly even know where they stand in God. Right, and 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 when you feel down in spirit, who do you go to? The same people who don't have anything in God. 
right? You, you're supposed, when you feel down, you're supposed to surround yourself with people who will speak life into you. Right? Who would speak good things into you, right? It's not just about listening to good messages. I'm not disputing the fact I listen to them, good messages, whenever I feel down. But usually, I leave space for people to come and speak life into me. Amen. That's called the power of right association. Amen. Amen. So God said, go with Pura, your, your armor bearer. So he and his armor bearer, Pura, went down near the place where sentries were posted. Right? That's like, uh, watch guards. Now, Midian and Amalek, all the instruments were spread out on the plain like a swarm of locusts. Amen. Amen. And this were Bible didn't give us their numbers, but they say swarm of locusts, and that means swarm of locusts. Like, there were so many. And they were only on the face with by 300 men. Now, all the instruments were spread out like on the plain like a swarm of locusts, and their camels passed counting. So they couldn't even count it. That's why it's not in the Bible. Because their camels alone were beyond what they could count. Amen. Amen. Like grains of sand on the seashore. <laughs> Amen. It reminds me of the promise God gave Abraham. Although this is not it, but just make to give you the picture that there were so many. Amen. Amen. Now listen to what he says in the following verse. Gideon arrived just in time. Say just in time. Just in time. Say just in time. Just in time. I love this. I love the fact that Bible put just in time. I mean, in, you know, we, we think we are kicked back by our current conditions, you know. God, I'm fearful. I feel abused. Uh, or probably I was abused. I feel a traumatic experience. I feel, I, feel, I feel set back because I feel everybody's going ahead of me right now. And I'm actually slow or I'm at the back right now. God is saying, hey, you have arrived just in time. Mm-hmm. Say just in time. Just in time. So Gideon just in time. Just, just in time to, to hear a man tell his friend. These are the Amalekites and the Midianites, by the way. You heard one of them telling another person, who happens to be his friend, right? This. He said, I had this dream. <laughs> so amazing, even so amazing that not only Martin Luther King has a dream. <laughs> Amen. Even the Amalekites have a dream. Amen. So he said, I had a dream. A, boil, a loaf of boiled bread tumbled into, into the Midianite camp. It came to the tent and it hit so hard it collapsed. The tent fell. Guess what his friend said? The friend was like, This has to be the sword of Gideon, son of Joash, the Israelites. Then listen to this. It says, God has turned Midian. Not, not just Midian. The whole camp over to him. This is so amazing. First off, these people are talking about someone who only has 300 men, has never gone through any battle before. So, how did they know that the Gideon of Gideon, the son, son of Joash, the Israelite, is actually going to defeat them in battle? How? Here's the thing we are the we in, we in the light actually think we are the ones that lost. Right, we think we are actually the ones who are, uh, because we look at, at the numbers, right? We look at the numbers. Oh God, I got only a few Instagram followers. I got only a few Twitter followers. This is 2021, sorry. So we're going to update the vision. Amen. Amen. God, I only got a few YouTube subscribers. God, people are not really listening to my message at all. But you want me to go affect the world? God, people are not even paying attention to me on my own dining table in my family. <laughs> Amen. Mm-hmm. 
But sometimes I think you have to hear the word from the horse's mouth. That doesn't make any sense. But I'll explain to you in a minute. You will. I'll tell you why. Because if you pay attention very closely, you will discover that these men are not or were not spiritualists. They're not Christians. They don't have any uh, spiritual eyes that I discern, I discern, I discern. No! They had a dream. <laughs> I love this. They had a dream. They interpreted the dream themselves. Oh, this is going to happen. This is, what it, this is what is happening. Right? They, it's not like they, they went and prayed, God, what is the meaning of this? Nothing like that. They're not Christians. They don't believe in God. Right? They're Amalekites and the Midianites. Amen. Labor and toil and uh, 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 strife and contention. That's what they are. But listen to this. What I am actually scared of. Hmm? The, thing that, the, the thing in my heart that is actually serving as um, a mountain of fear. This is actually what has happened. This is what actually is happening that I do not know of. And it's this. God has actually put the fear of me or the fear for me, right? In the hearts of my enemies long before they encounter me. Mm -hmm. I am scared of my addiction standing in the way of my service to God. But even the devil is in hell right now regretting he put that thorn in my flesh. Like, this, this sounds crazy, but I think I'm at loss right now, but actually I'm winning. Mm -hmm. Like, I think I'm at loss because I can't really count the numbers. And my account, are not, my, accounts are not, uh, my account is not booming right. I'm talking about in terms of numbers. Mm. Uh, the only thing I get are debit alerts, not credit alerts. My Instagram followers, I don't, I hardly even get Instagram notifications on my Instagram follow, my Instagram page because I don't really have many followers. Mm. So God, what are you talking about? You want me to go do something for you, God? Duh, 2021 way. Duh, this ain't happening, God. I don't see nothing happening, God. What are you talking about, God? But the thing is, what you cannot see, right, is actually greater than what you are seeing right now. The victory you cannot see is greater than the loss you're experiencing right now. That's true. Amen. 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 Get up. So, sorry, then verse 15 says, When Gideon heard, I'm going to close with this. When Gideon heard the telling of the dream and its interpretation, he went to his knees before God. Again, in prayer. I love this. Then he went back to the Israelites camp and said, Get up and get going, guys. I love this. The same person who was feeling emotionally imbalanced a couple of hours ago. After God gave him instruction for the separation. The same person, hours later, came back and said, Get up and get going, guys. God has just given us the Midianite camp, camp or army. Amen. Amen. And then he divided. You know, listen to this. He divided the 300 into three, into three companies. I'm guessing 100, 100, 100. Now, this same person who was, who was pretty much scared, they had just lost 2,700. He's no longer scared of dividing 300 men. Reason because he knows, the reason is because he knows that the numbers right now do not really matter. Mm -hmm. The minority is actually what we see. But the majority is who we have. Amen. And who is the majority? Remind me of Romans chapter 8. It says, if God be for us. Who can be against us? Amen, amen, amen. So we think we are the minority. What God actually sees 
is a majority because he's present with us. Mm-hmm. Emmanuel. Don't forget. Amen. Amen. He divided, three, he divided 300 men into three companies. He gave each man a trumpet and an empty job with a torch, torch in, his hand, in, in, in the jar. Sorry, said, watch me and do what I do. When I get to the edge of the camp, do exactly what I do. When I and those with me blow the trumpet, you also and all around the camp blow your trumpets and shout, for God and for Gideon. Now, this reminds me of 300 Spartans. Amen. I am Spartan. This is and 300 Spartans. This is where, this is definitely where they got the movie from. Amen. If you don't argue with me. Amen. Now Gideon and his 300 men got to the edge of the camp at the beginning of the middle watch, just as after the sentries had been post- posted. They blew the trumpets at the same time, smashing the jars they carried. All three companies blew the trumpets and broke the jars. They held the touches in their left hands and the, tru- and the trumpets in their right hands, ready to blow. They were not even with swords yet. Like, what was just in their hands were instruments of worship, actually. They blew and shouted. Okay, ready to blow and okay, oh sorry, and the trumpets in the hand ready to blow and shouted a word for God, a sword for God and for Gideon. They were stationed all around the camp, each man at his post. The old Midianite camp jumped to its feet after they shouted. Amen. The old Midianite camp jumped to its feet. They yelled and fled. When the three hundred blew the trumpets, God aimed listen, God aimed aimed each Midianite sword against his companion. All over the camp. They ran for their lives to Beth Shithar, towards Zezirah, to the border of Abel, Meshullah, near Tabath. You know what's very much amazing about the scripture? This is why I believe, this is what I believe God told me when I read this verse. You know what he said? God said, I have the devil right where I want him. Mm-hmm. Listen. God has your God has your devil. Your devil. Your devil in the sense of whatever thing, just that devil just you can feel free to replace it, your addictions, your trauma, your depression. God has your death on your flesh right now. Right where he wants it. God has it right where he wants it. The devil thinks he's Bible says the devil goes around like a roaring lion seeking for him whom to devour devour. And probably I don't know if you ever thought of it that why doesn't God cage him or something like that? God's like Cause I have him right where I want him. Right where I want him. Right where I want him. So I don't care. I don't know what. Well, I keep on saying I don't care. I meant to say I don't know what you're going through right now. But I want you to know. You think you are trapped by that thing. Actually, that thing is being trapped by the person who inside of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now you're probably wondering why you have you. You see the same thing everywhere you go. Why do I keep on seeing the same midnight? The same thing I have to struggle and strive with everywhere. I'll tell you, because usually when you fight a battle, right? In those days, when you fight a battle, there's something they call them taking spoil. Taking spoil means you take the gold of the land you just fought and you take slaves from them. Now, these people who were once your enemies now have now turned your slaves. Mm-hmm. And where do, what do slaves do? They follow you wherever you go. What am I trying to say in essence? You think you are trapped right now, but that thing that's a problem to you because you go everywhere and you still see the same thing. But actually what you do not know is this. That thing you feel is a master over you is actually a slave. That's why the Bible says, and since I have no dominion over you because you are no longer under the law, but under grace. Yes. Amen. Amen. What am I saying? What are you saying, Pastor Emmanuel? What I am saying is very simple. 
you feel you are trapped and you feel the majority is your enemy you feel the majority right now are your enemies and they are going to kill you and going to do all this stuff to you and your addictions are going to ruin your life and stuff like that. that's what you feel but actually what you do not know is this the reason you see them everywhere you go like mtn amen is actually because they are slaves to you now so what you think is a battle to you is actually a slave the bible says sit at my right hand till i make all your enemies where footstool it is now your slave because god has the devil right where he wants him i know this message might not be fire like you imagine it to be or it might not be bang 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 like imagine to be imagine it to be but i believe this is god's word to everybody you feel you're the minority right now right you feel you are less you feel you are less because you are you're not doing well with the numbers right now you feel you are less because you're not doing well with the figures right now you feel you are less because you're not doing well with the public right now you're not doing well with the congregation you're not doing well with your kids you're not doing well with people around you all god is saying is he has out your problem right where he wants it because the victory is for god and if god be for you who can be against you Man. Your feet, everybody. Thank you, Father God. For we know that the victory indeed belongs to Jesus. And thank you, Father God, for it says in the book of Second Corinthians. It says in the second chapter in the 14th verse. It says, Praise the Lord let me read that so I, I say exactly how it is in the Bible thank you God it says but thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ and makes us spreads and through us spreads and makes evident everywhere the sweet fragrance of the knowledge of him. Amen. Right. For we are the sweet fragrance of Christ, which is sent to God, discernible both, discernible both among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. To the latter one, an aroma from death to death, a fatal offensive order, but to other, an aroma of life to life. Let me stop here. It says, we are being led in triumph in Christ Jesus. Meaning we are still going to face battles. One assurance we have is that you, God, you've won it. Father, we bless your name, God. Be exalted, Father God. Father, we come against this, that, 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 that lie of the devil right now that tells us that we are trapped, that we are overpowered, that we are overwhelmed, that we have lost. We come against that spirit of the devil, that lie right now, has telling someone right now that they are not up, they are not enough for this thing, that they are not enough for this battle they are to fight, that they are not enough for, the, the, for this place that you God are taking them to. God, we come against the spirit of, that, of the devil, that lying spirit right now, that says right now that someone is not enough, that someone cannot do enough, that someone cannot be enough. 
we come against that lie of the devil right now and we speak in the name of Jesus Christ that the confidence and boldness to go out there and live that life that brings great fragrance to God that boldness to not be so overwhelmed and captured in the cloud of the world right now the cloud that everybody wants to have uh, nom- uh, a very large number of Instagram followers and Twitter, Twitter followers and we all want to retweet every time and everything we come against that lie of the devil that makes us seek validation externally and we set our focus on you Jesus Christ Amen. for we know that the battle is already won and though we might be the minority but God you are the majority Amen. because on whoever on whoever side you're on which is ours definitely is victory yeah. and we are the victory side yeah. we are the victorious side yeah. thank you father god thank you. be exalted god Amen. and if you are here for the very first time or you just listen to the message for the very first time or you are you've known god you've heard of him but you want a relationship you want to establish a connection with him officially right this is like the the best decision you ever make in your life so that person right now i want you to lift your hands right now God sees you wherever you are. I may not see you right now, but God does. Right now. Thank you. Thank you for the hands lifted right now. I just want you to say this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus. In the line church, we say this prayer together. So I want us all to participate in this together. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for your love and your light. For I did not deserve it. I did not work for it. I could not earn it at any scale. But your grace has made it available unto me. For it is undeserved, unearned, unmerited favor. And Father, I believe in you. I believe in you. I believe you lived and that you died. For me to have victory. Father God, I might feel overwhelmed right now. I probably have. I probably am overwhelmed. I probably am tired. But I thank you. But I thank you. For even this battle I'm to fight. For even this battle It's actually you who does the fighting. The only thing I do is praise you. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father. I welcome you to my heart. Into my life. Be my Lord. My Savior. And my Redeemer. Thank you, Father God. And indeed, it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. For by his death and resurrection on the cross and from the grave, has availed to me the position of the righteousness of God in Christ. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. Christ. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Woo! Glory to God. Hey, if you just said that prayer, we love you very much and we want to walk this journey of faith with you. We want you just we only need you to send us your name, your location, whatever thing, uh, to our email. That's tshirtglobal.gmail.com. We love you all very much. And I pray, let's all be let's all be on our feet for the blessing. Ah, uh, come on, come on. Hey, by the way, if you just said that prayer one more time, everyone is throwing a party for you right now. We wish we can right now, but if we do, we'll only make noise in your ear because our the beauty of our, our voices cannot be compared to what the hosts of heaven are singing right now. Amen. 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 So, hey, as we go in this week, I just want to also remind you, listen, 
we don't know what the what the world is turning into and what's happening. Uh, I'm not here to give any prophecy into what, as, as to what's come coming. What I'm going to tell you is, have this thing you, at the back of your mind. Tattoo it your your palms, your body, whatever thing. Have it on your mirrors right now. As you go in this week, Emmanuel. Everywhere you go, Emmanuel. Right? Because God is with you. Amen. Amen. And though the, the bill might be very big, but the God you serve is even bigger. Uh -huh. Amen. Amen. So may the Lord go with you. Amen. May he go before you. Amen. May he cause his face to shine upon you. Amen. And may he be sure gracious unto you. Amen. May his peace, Amen. shalom, health, and allness be with you Amen. now and forevermore. Amen. And be thou enlightened. God bless you. Thank you. And see you next week. God bless you. Uh, if this message blessed you in any way, I need you to do a couple of things for me. One, join our online growth community. Hit the subscribe button and the bell icon to know when we post a video on you. Two, like this video, comment what spoke to you, what transformed something inside of you. Three, share this message with your friends, your families, even your enemies. Four, pray by giving and whatever God lays in your heart to give, do so by hitting the link in the description below. Hey, go out, be transformed, and be thou enlightened. God bless you. We love you.